What is the longest period of time that you have waited for an answered prayer? How did it feel as you waited? Did you feel forgotten, discouraged, or maybe even frustrated? I have the p- privilege of meeting. You want me to start that over? That one was bad. Yeah, we're close enough to the top. Let's okay. Go ahead and do that one again. You ready? Go ahead. What is the longest period of time you've waited for an answered prayer? How did you feel as you waited? Were you frustrated? Were you discouraged? Did you feel forgotten? You know, I have the privilege of meeting with a small group of women each week. We read God's word together. We pray for one another. And these women have become incredibly precious to me. One of the women in the group had asked for prayer for her adopted daughter to receive her visa so that she could remain in the United States. She had turned in all the correct paperwork and was waiting for an extension. We prayed for weeks, and those weeks led into months. Each week, we would wait for an update, any update, that her papers were being reviewed and forward movement was happening, nothing. Her daughter during this time was actually not allowed to work until her visa was approved, which meant that her bills weren't being paid. As a group, we stormed the gates of heaven on behalf of my friend and her daughter. We prayed so hard and so often, yet it seemed as if heaven were silent. You know, the time between the Old Testament when it ends and the New Testament begins is called the intertestamental period. That's a big word for you today. A 400-year time span when God seems silent. The people of that time depended on prophets to hear from God, but between Malachi and John the Baptist, there was no prophet at all speaking to Israel. All the people of Israel heard for 400 years was silence. In a little while, I want you to read through Galatians 4. And in that, what do those verses teach you? When verse 4 says, when the time came when the time came to completion. So as you're looking at that, I want you to remember that although it seemed that God was silent during this period of time, in reality, he had never stopped working on behalf of his people. It says, when the time had fully come, God indeed revealed his plan. The light of hope that had grown dim for 400 years would shine brightly as God demonstrated his gracious love in the most deliberate and intentional way, with the birth of our rescuer. During the times in our lives when God seems silent, he's often working in ways we can't understand to prepare us for what he has next. I heard a quote once said, and I cannot remember who said it, that God is always doing 10,000 things in your life, and you may be aware of three of them. We can't assume silence means the same as idleness because it's completely different. See, God will never leave you, my friend. You can be assured that he is working out his plan, preparing the way for your next step, even when you can't see it. So as for my friend and the hundreds of prayers that we felt like were prayed on behalf of her daughter's visa, she finally did receive it. What we felt like was silence from the Lord wasn't actually silence after all. 
He was faithfully working behind the scenes the entire time. His time. His plans and purposes for her life were accomplished perfectly. Just like the people of Israel during the 400 years of silence, God, in his supreme wisdom, had the world primed for the Messiah. During that time of silence, cultures merged. Both Jews and pagans became very dissatisfied with the religion of the time, and the scriptures were translated into other languages. Add to that that feelings of hope and faith were at an all-time low. The people were convinced that the only thing that could save them and their faith was the appearance of the Messiah. And after years of not hearing from God, the people were set up for the word to come alive. And that he did through Jesus. Jesus.